Ready? <laughs> yeah, but like normally we like we say something silly and and then I start. We say something silly. Oh, I say something silly. Well, I don't know anything about silly. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Park Stop Podcast, Episode Six. Today we're going to talk about the officially announced Harry Potter themed roller coaster. Yay! But before we get started, remember you can catch us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Plus, we have a video version on YouTube with additional with additional visuals. And uh, thank you, Patreon people, too. We appreciate everybody's support, but especially them because they're helping us pay for stuff. We do have a little bit of news before we get to the big news, which was the day after we put out that podcast about Epcot, apparently Disney was listening and implemented nearly everything we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. Uh, that was a really weird coincidence. Yeah, I suppose. But I got to say that picture they released looks awesome. I'm, I'm really, of the entry, really, really the entry courtyard. Yeah, I'm stoked to see a good courtyard back. The original was so nice. And it's it's still so weird. Like I was, I'm in the background of like half the segment, just saying, "I want the old fountain back. I want the old fountain." They're bringing the back <laughs> the old fountain. Um, Rob said we should rip the face plates off the Lego, Lego Legacy stones to save space. They're gonna rip the face plates off to save space. Um, it's just so weird, but. I'm glad to see like uh, in the art, like lots of greenery added and they're moving the leave a legacy to just outside the turnstiles, not into the water, <laughs> but, but just outside, not wrapped around. Well, we don't know. It could be still wrapped around the, the monorail railings or the water fountains. We don't know yet. Uh, they should just tack them on the side of a monorail that everybody could see them. And all those spaces get to have a nice view of everything in Disney that the monorail goes by. I also like how there was a quote that Disney said they're going to clean them up uh, and make them look better than ever. So I wonder if they're going to reprint them instead of just taking them off the stones. They might. It'll probably be easier for them long term, but I don't know. If they still have the files, (laughs) (laughs) they're on a zip drive somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) We have everybody's face. We're good to go. So I did notice something in the picture, though. Did you notice that it looks like the building that's underneath Spaceship Earth wasn't even in the picture? Yeah, I, it did look like it's just like empty space. There's the the pillar in the center, and then it did look kind of like, or at least the queue was missing. I don't know if we could could see the the building, but it did look like something was different over there. Yeah, it looked like the background too. You look, you see grass where the building yeah. usually would be. It's kind of strange. I wonder what they're leaving out there. Can you imagine if they like actually completed the bottom of it, and we just like could see straight underneath the the ball, and you enter in the back? I would say that'd be pretty rad. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, the new play pavilion taking over wonders of life was also announced. So I'm going to be honest. I'm going yeah. to be honest. That that picture looks a lot like the, one of the areas in one of the casinos up here. Oh, which one? Uh, I think it looks Fox like. Woods? Yeah, I think it actually does. There's an area yeah. that looks like a downtown area, like a theater yeah. and stuff. I was like, oh, it looks like the casino. I think it's supposed to. It looks exactly like uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet but then they took away anything that was Ralph Breaks the Internet related because there's a downtown area uh, in Ralph Breaks the Internet with like emoji faces, Disney emoji and stuff, and it looks just like that. So I wonder if this was supposed to be uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet tie-in and then they realized, so let's just kind of make it not limited to one brand and then we can make it everything. Yeah, it'll be a little more timeless too and easier to change. That's cool though to see that building get used for something. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. I, I told you there was going to be no more Festival Center in there. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. I, I was wrong about Doctor Strange, although maybe they could do a tiny Doctor Strange because there's room for a show. There's room for uh, interventions type uh, 
hands-on play areas and stuff. And they really need more kid stuff in the park. Like they added a tiny they, playground, but th- this do. is even like a whole space just for kids is really good. Yeah, it'll be awesome. It'll be very cool. I really, I'm just, I'm super glad to see them use that building. And when they tear down interventions, now they have a place to put meet and greets and hands-on activities. So what you're saying is interventions just be over there. Yeah, it's like the new interventions, <laughs> the new and improved interventions, something for kids to do while the grownups are going on the three, you know, uh, thrill rides around it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I kind of hope they keep those interventions buildings and do something useful with them. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> don't ruin my dreams. <laughs> They're keeping Starbucks in the, the gift shop and that's it. <laughs> Starbucks out in the middle of nowhere because there's no more building around it. It'll be cool. You'll be able to see the future world east and west. I think that'll be a good if they get rid of the pin trading awnings, that whole area will be nice and clear. You love those awnings. Oh, God. They're the bane <laughs> of my existence. They are your favorite. Uh, one more little piece of news. I just wanted to mention that all of the trees, except for one, have been cleared in front of the Discovery Center at Islands of Adventure for the new Jurassic Park coaster. Uh, they tore up all the concrete, uh, and it is uh, an interesting, clear view uh, that we've never seen before. That's kind of cool. I'm, I can't wait to see this whole thing. I'm excited. I'm excited for that coaster. And when I was there uh, a few days ago, they are tearing up the bypass bridge that goes between Lost Continent and Jurassic Park, and they're tearing it down to rebuild it in exactly the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the, uh, some kind of improvement, maybe? Yeah, going from wood to like concrete stone type of thing, like going from temporary to permanent, I think is what's happening. That works. I'm good. I'm excited to see that. It'd be nice to have some more movement there besides the Pteranodon flyers and Kronk. Is that a growl? Yeah, he's talking. He's got his okay. rope he wants to play. Yes, everybody. I, I have a dog named Kronk. Like um, the Emperor's New Groove? Exactly, because he acts just like that. What a dog. I need to watch that movie again. It's the best. Oh, excuse me. Can I go home? I've been turned into a... <laughs> Wait, which one is it? I forget. Oh, man. Best movie ever. I gotta watch it again. Yeah. Pull the lever. Wrong lever. All um, right. Sorry. My bad. All the comments are going to be what animal he got turned into. <laughs> no touchy yeah no touchy okay what's next uh next is hagrid's magical creatures motorbike adventure well it's good to see they haven't kept up with the long names yeah no it's nice and short if you say it five (laughs) times fast you'll already be through the queue (laughs) so you're saying the queue will be about two hour wait so if you say it five times fast exactly be done no they released this uh the official name and the opening date of June 13th, they announced it at exactly the same time that Epcot announced those changes. Uh, it's still up for debate who announced first. <laughs> I, I love that there's a debate about that. <laughs> All we got, though, was one little tiny paragraph. There was no other details. It's a new poster that looks like the old poster, but they put uh, Hagrid and the motorbike on there. Uh, and there's an official write-up that is one paragraph, two sentences long. And it says, Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure will open on June 13th, 2019 in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade at Universal's Islands of Adventure and feature the most highly themed coaster yet. For the first time ever, guests will fly with Hagrid on a thrilling roller coaster ride that plunges into the path of some of the Wizarding World's rarest magical creatures. Based on the name, I thought the paragraph was going to be the name in two words. I mean... The paragraph is the name, 
the name of the area, the name of the theme park, and then again, the name of the parts of the the ride name. So there's like only 10 words that aren't related to names <laughs> in that whole statement. And everyone's going to call it Hagrid or Hagrid's or motorbike ride or something. Let's go get in line to ride Hagrid. Yeah, it's going to be so awesome. <laughs> So good. All you kids are going to make me so proud and my super immature brain is going to be laughing the whole time. (laughs) Um, What's interesting is that I actually reported on the name about a week and a half before they announced it. You did? Yeah, I just want to slip that in there that I... I Of course you did. (laughs) Alika. Oh, no. no. We we already have that name trending in different places. We don't need to bring it in here. (laughs) Why not? Um, Might as well just finish it. What's funny is that I was told it was being shortened. Um, <laughs> the name was being shortened to either Hagrid's Magical Creatures or Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure. They did not shorten it. Oh, I was going to say maybe this is the shortened version. <laughs> Hagrid's Care of Magical Creatures in the Wizarding World on a Motorbike Through the Forbidden Forest at Night. Adventure. <laughs> Adventure. <laughs> Something like that. I still think my name was better. Um, there's already been commercials on sci-fi all weekend. They've been playing, uh, the Harry Potter films and the fantastic beasts movie. And so there's already been at least one commercial that I've seen with, uh, Tom Felton who played Draco Malfoy. Uh, and they're talking about, it's funny cause the commercial is 30 seconds long and they say the name of the ride twice. So that's half the commercial. <laughs> it's just saying the name. <laughs> oh man. They're like, thanks for coming out to say this name. We're good. Yeah. And we had heard that uh, Felton was recording some promo ads uh, a few weeks ago. So it's interesting to see them start coming out this early. I I say this early because there's a big reveal scheduled for March 11th in New York City uh, where all the media is being invited. And we think they're going to show some behind the scenes footage, have the actors there, really talk about that. Because all we got was a paragraph with this press release. So Maybe the big uh, everything is just in a few weeks. That'd be nice. It'd be really nice. I mean, are all the are you mean the kids too? Even the no, actors? I think uh, Robbie Coltrane is that his name. Yeah, Hagrid. I, th- I'm, I think I we, think we'll we'll be seeing him, um, and then maybe some uh, production designers and people that worked on the movies and the ride, and the Universal Creative people. Oh, that's cool. It's not that's not too bad. I mean, apparently. Apparently Hermione's done because everyone loves that quote unquote sound alike they got. So I'm not touching that. I'm I'm not touching it. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) They know we're imposters. Um, So. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Okay. So we haven't really, this was our first episode. We talked about the new Harry Potter coaster, which is what we called it back then. Uh, and we, I think we devoted a whole episode to it, really. Yeah, we did, if, if I remember correctly. So since we talked about it, I wanted to bring up a couple changes that I've noticed about the ride now that we've seen some uh, more construction. There's one, one of them is the, the part where we go up the spike and then go backwards. There is not going to be a building around that. It will not be pitch black dark, as I initially thought. It will actually just be surrounded by trees, so we will still be out in the open. Do you hear him? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm fine with that. Actually, you you said though that there's we're gonna enter we're entering a cave and then we're just going into the trees. That could be really cool. 
yeah, the cave looks pretty big too from the aerial photos. Yeah. So we got we still got the cave entrance, and uh, what's more interesting is that in some new aerial fo- photos, you can see that it looks like the Weasley flying car is now crashed onto that cave entrance. Oh, that's interesting. It was supposed to be right in the beginning of the ride. One of the first scenes was the car coming at you. That's interesting. Um, but in recent months, uh, I had heard rumors that 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 scene was cut. And I'm like, you can't cut the car out. Like, that's one of the things I was looking forward to seeing the most. But it looks like it was just moved to a later scene um, for whatever reason, either through a budget cut or they just it's possible that the Kuka arm idea of having a car on there in broad daylight maybe was not the most realistic effect. Yeah, it would have been cool, though. I was kind of excited to see that. Maybe they thought they couldn't pull it off. You know, you never know if J.K. Rowling comes to look at something and it's like, yeah, that's not good enough. (laughs) So we might need to make some changes. The wear and tear on the arm outdoors kind of makes sense. I mean, we still got an outdoor fluffy. That's cool. So, you know, they didn't cut anything really important. And the car is still going to be on the ride. And it's also possible that the car might appear twice on the ride. And this is just a second appearance. But yeah, I mean, I can imagine I can imagine that arm being outside in all the elements in Florida and stuff. I, I can imagine that could be a nightmare for maintenance. It's also possible that this is the same flying car that was crashed out in front of the Dragon Challenge queue. It could so be like reusing the same one. Just sitting there and blinking and honking as we enter the, the cave. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> as long as it's there. Yes, as long as it's there. It's an important character. <laughs> and it's also on the, the Hogwarts Express. We still see it fly by. Yeah, but that's not an actual looking car thing. That's on the screen. Yeah, it's not. It, it's not. It's a window. <laughs> it's a window. Sorry. Window. Well, technically, in England, it is. It is a windscreen on the front of your car. So. Oh, don't be a screen. Don't get technical on me. <laughs> Another thing I want to talk about and. I should say, anyone who hasn't joined us before, welcome to Spoilers the Podcast. (laughs) 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 At this point, yeah, at this point, everything we're going to be talking about is pretty much spoilers for the ride, or at least rumored spoilers for the ride. I never say that. And then sometimes people complain, and it's like, well, let's just assume that everything we're talking about is spoilers for something (laughs) because we're talking about things that haven't opened yet. Yeah, the whole conceit of everything we record is rumors, and that's what Alicia writes about, too. So if you're here not expecting spoilers, I don't know. I think you took a wrong turn. So when I was talking about the the, the rumored name for the, the new ride, I also released this um, leaked concept art. <laughs> we have animals everywhere. Uh, zoo. The zoo is loose. It's It's a... Magical menagerie here. <laughs> hey. Hi. Hi. Uh, so an anonymous source uh, sent me a piece of concept art that is, is what the coaster is going to look like when it's done. It looks similar to some of the aerial photos that we've seen. Uh, and it's it's amazing, too, because before the announcement of when the opening date was going to be, if you compare the aerial photos to this concept art, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty close to done. Well, what was cool to me when I saw it was how much water was in the middle. Yeah, I was going to say the water looks so good. Like, because they haven't really filled that in. There's There was a little bit of water the other day because it rained and it actually filled in a little bit on its own. But like that running water, like all blue and beautiful and the concept art, I really hope it looks like that when it's done. Yeah, I hope so too. 
I'm really just happy to see something with some theming out there because Dueling Dragons was a fun ride, but there was it was like trees and water mm-hmm. and grass. And and the water was only just a retention pond. So if it hadn't rained in a while, it's just dirt and and mud. Uh, so like this will actually be kept at a certain water level. So it'll actually be an, an like a water feature that's supposed to be there. So good. I'm happy about that. It'll be nice to have a roller coaster go through some stuff besides just trees. Especially coming out of the original theming of that ride. That castle was great. And then nothing. Yeah. It was, yeah. Exactly. Like, all of the theming was in the first bit. And then once you get on the ride, it was a great coaster. But I think this is going to be something that's themed all the way through. And it really fits the area better. Um, also, yeah. in the in the concept art, do, did you see what looks like two little blobs sitting by the water? Do you think those are animals? <laughs> I saw those. I have no idea what those are. They could be animals, could be. right? Or blobs. <laughs> they, could they could be rocks. They could be blobs. They could be rocks. They could be shading of some kind. I don't know. They look like um, African buffalo that with the big horns that you see on the, like that. <laughs> the safari ride at Animal Kingdom. Like, how, how, how close did you zoom in on those? <laughs> they're, or they're just blobs and I'm imagining that they're creatures. <laughs> I want to believe that there are more creatures on the ride than I know about because I want to be excited about, like, if you're putting the name Magical Creatures trademark into the name of this roller coaster, I want to <laughs> see some Magical Creatures trademark. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure they got to have more creatures. Something down by a water feature would make total sense. Yeah, the, in the concept art, you can see the rock work where Fluffy's going to be hiding. You can see the entrance to the tall spike with the, the cave. But yeah, the, the concept art looks really great. And it's I can't wait till they plant all these trees because there are so many trees. Yeah, it's going to be great there. Uh, also, what's really cool is everything. Every building is covered in green moss uh, in the in the concept art. And in the last few weeks, they've been adding a lot of the green moss and lichen theming to everything on site. So it's like way more so, than I ever would have expected. Like it's not just old ruins. It's everything. The round building has green moss on it. The Q building has green moss on it. So speaking of green moss in the Q building, well, you re- you originally thought the Q was going to be like the kitchen and the great hall or something. And now we're thinking something else. Yes. So, uh, so I was told that we were going to see places of Hogwarts Castle that we hadn't seen before. So my initial thought was, oh, we're going to see places that weren't in the Forbidden Journey queue. But that's not the case. I think we're going to see places at Hogwarts Castle that no one's ever seen before that aren't in the movies, probably not even in the books. So just empty, unused spaces? I I think because it's covered in moss and vines, maybe it's like an abandoned uh, section of Hogwarts because there are parts of Hogwarts that are very old and there are parts that are newer. So maybe this is like something yep. so old that it's like decommissioned. Like these are sections that aren't used anymore by the school. That could be cool. Well, they just put up uh, like a slab above the entrance to the interior queue uh, over like a gate that has carvings of unicorns and what looks like the green man, which is like a mythological being that has to do with nature. <laughs> yeah. The green man. Yep. And <laughs> uh, so I think this is where Hagrid's care of magical creatures class is being held, at least for today. So the conceit is where students for the day. I think so. I mean, that's what I've been piecing okay. together, but by putting the magical creatures name into the ride title and having us, uh, you know, being toured around by Hagrid, it's entirely possible that what we're at is maybe an old section of the school that Hagrid's kind of taken over to use for his classes. 
at least for today. And inside there'll be like old rooms that Hagrid's using. Hagrid might be using one of them as a laboratory for creating blast ended scroots because they're hybrid animals that he has to create himself. And they're going to be on the ride. And that is one of the things that we definitely know will be on the <laughs> ride. Thank you. Yes, that is true. Yes. Um, That's and they cool. like blast fire and fight each other and they're illegal. So Hagrid's all about doing things he shouldn't be. <laughs> Even better. Uh, Team Hagrid. So, but also because the green man is on that, uh, like the, the slab. I wonder if the vines and yep. the moss covering everything has to do with something like a spell or a curse or something. I, I, I wonder that if it's sense. a temporary thing and it just happened recently. And that's part of the storyline. That makes that could make sense. I mean, the Green Man, that's kind of a cool thing to add in. Yeah, like a whole new storyline, a story thread that we've never seen in the books or in the movies before. And Hagrid's having to deal with a couple problems all happening at once. <laughs> like, uh, Which would be about right for him. Yeah, exactly. He's got his hands full. <laughs> you know, he's like, the, this part of the school is taken over by Green Man. And he's got some blast-ended screws that are loose, catching things on fire. Um, oh, look, here's Fluffy. So, of course... <laughs> Other people are dead set on the rumor that this is just how muggles see Hogwarts as old ruins that have been, you know, that are that look dangerous to keep humans out of the area. But with the castle in the concept art and the castle scene while you're like getting into line, I just don't see why this would be how muggles see Hogwarts. But then we can also actually see Hogwarts like at the same time. Yeah, I don't think Rowling would let that fly either for the continuity. Yeah, it seems a little confusing. Uh, very, yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, I thought that was an interesting idea, but since you we're all, we all know you'll be able to see the actual castle that's there now. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. If you stand in front of the entrance to the new ride, the old dragon challenge entrance, you can see the castle yep. on your left and you can see the ruins on your right at the same time. They're, they're not, they're not hiding it. Well, at the same time too, you're going, the queue is going through at least some part of the castle anyway, right? I think so. A different part. So. I think that's that's what I believe. Like there'll be there'll be tunnels and catacombs separating the different rooms. Everything's covered in vines. I think um, they're utilizing some of the old dueling dragons, dragon challenge queue uh, with those tunnels. Yep. You know, yep. They they used to be covered in skulls. Then they were just rock. Now they'll be covered in vines. But they're getting their money's worth out of those catacombs. <laughs> I'm telling you what. That's fine. <clears throat> that was a cool area. I like that spot. Yeah. I wonder if they're load bearing uh, tunnels. <laughs> so well we might see some creatures uh in the actual queue or hagrid and uh some kind of musion effect not sure i don't know if there's a pre-show or not but i wouldn't be surprised since all the other e-tickets in the wizarding world have a pre-show with musion or at least rooms with with musion while you wait they could do some some cool stuff with musion like as long as you can't really see the screens like in smaller like like a little thing with like some smaller creatures yeah. in it. Or... <clears throat> Skull Island does it the best cool. with their fire is a, is a musion effect. Yeah. It looks so real when you first walk into the room with the witch. But also there's like yeah, a, a native that's a musion effect hiding in the in one of the hidey holes. And it looks pretty convincing. So maybe there could be uh, creatures in some way incorporated into the queue through effects. Yeah, I hope so. So speaking of creatures, there's a Cornish pixie on the poster. Yeah. So I assume they're somewhere on the ride. I was guessing they were going to be with the flying car, but now that they've moved the flying car, I'm not so sure. So maybe that's something we could see in the queue. That would make sense. And that would be great for a musion effect. That would be really fun. 
or if there was some way to make them seem like they're flying overhead and stuff too. Oh, that would be creepy. Like, well, I love it. Like you're waiting really cool. in line and there's just a, a flock of them above you. Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be so fun. So fun. Well, there's other magic creatures we know for sure are going to be there. Fluffy's definitely going to be there. We can actually see in new aerial photos that there's what appears to be a giant fluffy animatronic covered in plastic underneath the rocks. So it looks like Fluffy is on site already. I love Fluffy. I'm so excited. I'm going to try to get off the ride and hug him. <laughs> it does slow down right there, so it'll be the easiest spot to hop out. Perfect. <laughs> um, we'll know the the blasted Scrooge is going to be there. Um, yeah. There'll be carriages uh, in the first oh, scene of the ride. First? Yeah, so I wonder if they'll technically there'll be a Thestral there, but I don't know if we'll be able to see it. Maybe some people will be able to see it. That's actually kind of sad. <laughs> well, the- <laughs> <laughs> well, there used to you be. You on this. Yeah. Uh, you people on this train have seen death. You can see the Thestral. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird if it was random. Like I'd, people get off the ride, like, did you see the Thestral? No, I didn't. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> They're actually pretty popular. I think it'd be kind of bum. It'd be a, be pretty pretty bad if they didn't have them on there. I mean, that could be a cool Musion effect where they can do like um, Haggard's like uh, to help you see. I'm gonna throw a flower bag on top of him, <laughs> and all of a sudden, like it appears, <laughs> like something neat right at the first scene to be able to see a special something neat and you come up with a bunch of flowers i don't know and uh, he's not supposed to do magic but he can like wave his umbrella and like a little like shoot of like cloud of something comes out (laughs) that that would be neat actually Uh, um they used to have a thestral carriage at the exit for um the train uh with a bunch of luggage around it and it would just like kind of move an inch forward and a couple inches back, back and forth. So you were supposed to assume that there was a Thestral there. It was just invisible. So I wonder if they just moved. Oh, they're repurposing everything. They're just going to move that carriage onto the ride. Come on. They got to do something. There's got to be a Thestral scene. People yeah. love those things. It would be neat. Um, it would be awesome. Of course, the Devil's Snare, I think, is what's in the drop, uh, the drop track section. I am so excited for that. Just because I've never done a roller coaster with that before. Oh, the drop track? Yeah, me neither. Yes. It looks pretty exciting. Uh, you just, you know, you're going to be going in backwards and then all of a sudden just, just drop out of nowhere. I, I assume there'll be like a flash of light or something or Hagrid or someone's going to save us. But the Devil's Snare, hopefully they actually have like moving tentacle uh, roots coming at us. So we like feel like we're actually getting trapped. If they do, and then you get a flash of light and you drop at the same time the light flashes, that would be pretty would, jarring and fun. Yeah. Super dark room and a blinding light. Mm-hmm. And then oh, yeah. when, when you land, it's like the the base of the trees of the forest, and then uh, you launch out. I'm hoping after that scene, because I don't know if there's any more creatures, I'm hoping there's maybe some unicorns. You want unicorns? I really want a unicorn. <laughs> Are you after its blood? No, I was watching that earlier on sci-fi and I'm like, I don't want to see unicorn blood. I don't want to see a dead unicorn. I want to see a live unicorn. This movie uh, is As too a Sagittarius, sad. I want to see a centaur. Yeah, that would be cool too. Yeah, I think it would be cool. I don't consider them creatures though. They're like, they're too humanoid uh, to be creatures to me. Yeah, but they're in the forest. That's true. They are in the dark forest. So we could, you know, who knows? Centaurs, um... I know. I think there's going to be statues of different animals in the queue, so that might be a way that we can see some different animals, and maybe Hagrid's even teaching us about it while we're waiting in line. So we might see like a mermaid statue, kind of a way to you know cross that off the list. I wonder if they'll move the statues. It's, yeah, 
Oh yeah, I guess that's possible with magic and all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean there's mermaids and the mermaid statue can move? Uh, what I hope we don't see and what I think we won't see is more spiders, dragons, or a whomping willow. Because people ask me that all the time. Like, will there be a whomping willow? And it's like, we've got a whomping willow on the other ride. And it's like a big part. It's a big, uh, you know, like the dragon is a big part of both of the other rides. There's two different I dragons. okay with more dragons. <sighs> Never Always. enough dragons. Always okay with more dragons. I'm not okay with more spiders. And it's not because I'm like spiders. No, I'm not scared of spiders. It's just like that's a huge chunk of the Forbidden Journey ride. It's just spiders. (laughs) And apparently spiders spit at you. That's how Universal sees everything. Like, how can we spray you with something? Spiders spray. Do Uh, they? Do they, though? No, not really. I think there might be a species that can, but I don't. Don't Don't answer me with real answers. (laughs) I have a I have a friend that hates spiders. So, I mean, it's kind of fun. And I have a spider tattooed on my arm. So. Who knows? Maybe they'll really magical creature up the ride and just throw in spiders or uh, other things we're not even thinking of. Well, just I mean, like randomly. Considering all the other cues, I'm expecting this queue to be pretty, pretty immersive and cool. Like things are going to move. And I mean, they wouldn't just do up all the other cues and this one sit. So there was a rumor that they might take yeah. uh, some of the puppeteering uh, stuff like um they do for Halloween Horror Nights or the Raptor Encounter, and they might actually do creatures through the queue as uh, puppets. I don't know. That's not too bad. <laughs> I don't know if that actually made it through or if that's what's been changed because there was rumors of up- upgrades happening to the queue and changes happening, and uh, that was an older rumor. So I wonder. I, again, I have to wonder if like the people in charge of the Harry Potter property went through and like saw their test and it's like, nope, nope, and nope. <laughs> yeah, like, but I'm saying like you're going to have people sit there with puppets like every day you're going to pay them. Well, they pay someone point. at Skull Island to jump out in uh, native makeup at you. Uh, that's true. And it's been successful. And it, everyone said they're going to cut that. They're going to cut that. It's still happening. So that's and which is all, all so good. I'm so happy they kept that. Um, same thing with Jimmy Fallon. Everyone's like, they're going to get rid of the live music, and they still have it. We, uh, we don't talk gals. about that attraction. Hey, I love the pre-show. Attraction. The ride's okay, but I actually love hanging up there. You could charge your phone. You could play video games. You watch the ragtime I like, gals. I like the safety spiel. That's about it. The museum downstairs has got all the cool stuff from the show. Museum. It's like little window decorations. It's it's <laughs> technically a museum. It's got old cameras. It's got it's got props. It's it got is, it is it is kind of cool. I just I never really was a Tonight Show person. It's got I mean, I the it insult bit. comic dog. Triumph for me to poop on. Exactly. I love Conan. It wouldn't be an episode of this podcast without me doing weird voices. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that is going to cover all of the new stuff and changes for the. Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure opening June 13th, 2019 at Universal's Islands of Adventure at Universal Orlando in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade. Kitty's excited too. I cannot believe how many words that is. (laughs) It's ridiculous. (laughs) Just saying the name of the land and the park and the ride takes up like 45 seconds. (laughs) All of the words. Uh, If you want to see a scene by scene... Uh, layout track layout just visit my website orlandoparkstop.com or my twitter just search for alicia stella on twitter and i've pinned the 
track layout for the rides. You can kind of see what every scene is going to be like. It's going to be fun, kids. You should be excited. Even if you're kind of one of those people that's starting to try to be quote unquote edgy and not like any more Harry Potter in the world. Yeah, you don't have to like Harry Potter be- to like a really good ride. Nope. Be happy for all for awesome rides. And oh, I should mention, even though it's technically grand opening June 13th, Universal does something called technical rehearsals in the weeks leading up to their rides, usually. Well, um, and we got invited? <laughs> no. Usually <laughs> it's referred to uh, by the public as soft openings, where in when the walls, when the work walls come down, usually the next day or a couple of days later, they will start letting guests test out the ride. Um, it helps the team members get used to loading and, and crowds and it lets the it lets everyone know like what's going to work and what's not going to work sometimes not all the effects are on during technical rehearsals and they're still working out some of the kinks but it may mean that you might be able to ride this as soon as the end of may i volunteer as tribute <laughs> <laughs> all right dun, 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 dun. listener questions <laughs> Oh, boy. How many episodes ago did we promise this was going to happen? Only two. I think we missed one. We were supposed to do them. Only two. Sorry, kids. That's 60 days for us, though. (laughs) (laughs) Not this time. Not this time. faster. I know. This is amazing. Maybe if Universal announced more stuff, we'd have have to do more of these emergency podcasts. Yeah, or if people sign up for Patreon, we'd have some more podcasting to do. Ooh. Yes, that's true. It's foreshadowing. foreshadowing. We'll talk about that later. We have a long list of questions. We'll get to as many as we can. And if we don't get to your question, we might get to it next week. Let's see. The first one. Uh, Ryan Sally on Twitter asks, do you think Hagrid's motorbike adventure will have an express line upon opening or will they wait a few years like they did with Forbidden Journey and Gringotts? I know that the plans have an express line in them and they're building an express line but they might not open it for a few months. I think that's what they did with uh, Skull Island and the Jimmy Fallon ride. So yeah, I was going to say, this seems to be what they do. They kind of just let it be a free for all basically for a little while. Um, but I don't think they'll let it go too far. Maybe just the summer. And then uh, when it becomes slow season again, they're, they'll maybe they'll turn the express on uh, when they've worked out the kinks. Cause I think the lines are going to be long as it is. You think it's going to be long? You think the lines are going to be long? Yeah. No one likes Harry Potter, right? <laughs> Speaking of long lines, Muggle148 on Twitter asks, do you think the opening of Galaxy's Edge will have more people than the opening of Hogsmeade? Yes. No. Yes? No. Wait. <laughs> yes. In yes. Disneyland, maybe. <laughs> In Florida, yes. no. Do you, are you sure? Did you see the line around CityWalk? I've seen plenty of pictures around CityWalk. Star Wars has been around a long, long time. Long time. But Star Wars has had lots to satiate their fit. There's already been a Star Wars ride for 20 some odd years at the parks. Exactly. There One was, ride. There was for never a years. Harry Potter ride until that land opened. And But this is the thing. I think even the people that are like fans of both will be excited for the stuff they're promising that's going to be in Galaxy's Edge. We'll see. But I don't think it'll I don't think anything will be no one will have been as prepared, <clears throat> unprepared as Universal was for that opening. That was no one could have suspected it was going to be that big. This well, is something that people suspect will be big, and therefore maybe less people will go. Well, to be fair, too, they Walt Disney World's going to have Disneyland to watch first. Yeah, well, that's why I say so. They'll probably Disneyland maybe will tie with the craziness, and Disney World 
all the the crazy Star Wars fans would have already traveled to California, so they don't have to wait in line for ours. Which is why they should have made them two different areas. Sorry. <laughs> or open them at the same time and split the traffic, because now it's all on Disneyland yeah, to, to hold those people, and it's not a big park. Nope. And <clears throat> it's kind of not cool that they're using what's more or less a local's park to guinea pig for the world's <laughs> park. Mac from YouTube wants to know, with Fantastic Worlds leaving space available for future expansion, how much land are they talking about, and would they consider a second theme park on that plot of land? I think we talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, we talked about that in episode three, I want to say. the Yeah, because it was confusing, because it was episode three, fourth park. <laughs> <laughs> Glad um, you remember. Yeah, well, we we did. We talked about because um, the the Fantastic Worlds Park is a little bigger than Islands of Adventure, um, without a lagoon though, so it'll have more space. Yep. Uh, and then they still have the gigantic flat parking lot, and then there's more space to the right that they can't build on for another couple of years. So down the line, they could do what they did at Universal Orlando to begin with, which was uh, turn the parking lot into. Uh, city walk and new hotels and build a parking garage and add a second park. So they could, if they added a parking garage, they could build another park there later. If they even thought there was enough demand for that many parks. I think they will. Then they'll be able to say that they're tied with the mouse. For, for sure. real, instead of just pretending. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they probably could find another way to weasel some more land to get even another water park and then be like park for park. Yeah, I think they're, they might even be buying a little bit more land. Some land just went up for sale. So they, they definitely have a lot of land for water park uh, and other hotels. Uh, but there is enough Which, space to put a second actual theme park on this land if they wanted to later on. And don't ask why they have to wait to build on that land. You really don't want to know. <laughs> I was I was on the Simpsons ride and uh, during the pre-show it's like uh, <laughs> the the Nerdenheimer guy <laughs> he's talking about what the nuclear uh, power can do to you and he's like you could have a third arm or a nose where your eye should be which could be painful <laughs> so, which will be the warning you'll get if they build on that land so something like that but in a couple of years it'll be fine they're they're almost done cleaning it. <laughs> in a couple of years it'll be <clears throat> fine completely <Yeah>. safe. <laughs> And it's don't not worry, it's not nuclear waste, it's just poison. So <laughs> Mac Clark also asked on Twitter uh months later, I just we haven't gotten to questions lately. Will the queue for Hagrid's magical creatures motorbike adventure feature Musion and or animatronics, or will Universal try something different with this queue? And I think we kind of covered it, but the something different would be some kind of puppets or um actors interacting in interesting ways. I think I don't I'd actually actually I think the actor thing is interesting considering like we said a few minutes ago that the Skull Island guy is still in there or mm -hmm. the girl. I think it'd be cool to have somebody in there. And they they have Musion and animatronics in the Skull Island queue, so you know, I think keeping that going. I mean, they have anim Oh, there's also uh that big worm at the end of the Skull Island queue. I love that thing. Yeah, I think it's cool. So, stuff like I that just, would be great. I I feel bad for the actor if it's not like a like the character is one thing, but somebody that's out there being an actor in that queue while people are like waiting for like six hours <laughs> or something like that. I feel so bad for that like person. A, a hippogriff uh, a puppet. Because they had really good puppets for like the um, the Halloween Horror Nights houses, uh, either Alien versus Predator, um, the Everyone Werewolf in, Werewolf in, uh, yeah. London. Werewolf in London. Yeah, yeah, those are great puppets. 
So something along those lines, I, I actually could work. Okay. Otto from YouTube. Love the podcast. Thank you. Question. Disney announced a theater in Magic Kingdom that didn't get built, although land was cleared. Universal has a ton of rumors. Let's say half of them are true. Hmm. Where they changed their mind. Is the theme park business so short term or are there other reasons? Both. <laughs> yeah. So like they, uh, what do they always say? Like never count on anything until it's actually in, like built and open. Yeah. Not announced because you because Disney yeah, will announce something announced. and then realize, oh, wait a minute. There's a sinkhole here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there is a difference there because Universal puts off their announcements and Disney likes to do the hype thing. So they mm-hmm. announce early. Right. And that's why we end up things like the the Magic Kingdom Theater that doesn't get built because um, maybe they got talked out of it by back of house people. They're like, we can't have guests back here. This is like where we bring in all the merchandise and the food and the restaurant and the garbage. Like you can't just make this open all day. So (laughs) uh, or there's a, a sinkhole back there or they just ran out of money and budgeted for something else. Who knows what the actual reason is? Universal, on the other hand, we hear a ton of rumors, and I think that they just don't know what they're doing yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah. more fun, though, because I like to speculate. It's fun to like kind of blue sky. So Yeah, they have this new section of land, and they're kind of like unsure what to do with the original resort, because whatever they do with the original resort needs to really hold up for a long time, because they're not going to be making as many changes as they have been in the last 10 years over the next 10 years, because they have the new resort to build. Yep. But again, just to finish that off, don't believe anything until it's open and you're actually going on it or somebody is has footage of it. Things change. Things change instantly in the theme park world for many reasons. Brian on Facebook asks, do you think Universal will ever pull a mea culpa and redo Fast and Furious? There's precedence for a theme park realizing their ride is awful and changing it right away. Superstar limo. Um, journey into uh, imagination journey into your imagination <laughs> doesn't yes. matter it's still journey into a crap ride i i i, <laughs> I like this question because yes <laughs> do you think universal <laughs> would redo fast and furious yes i do uh yeah i think they need to i think there has been rumors of the the people that are important touring the ride and checking it out and they got the clipboards and they're making notes and they're pointing at things. And I think what's going through their mind is how can we make this less terrible? (laughs) Anything, literally anything will make it less terrible. I think within the next two to three years, there may be some changes. I don't know what, but I I wouldn't mind them making it 3d like it originally was supposed to be. I actually think that would improve the experience. If they turned off all the screens and you rode through on the bus, it would be better. Well, they've added so many, so much fog effects lately that you actually can't see the screens, and that's already a oh, vast it's improvement. It's already no, it's improved it a hundred times. Okay, I would be okay with them uh, making Skull Island longer. I like that ride. I wish it was longer. Yeah, well, they just need a giant animatronic Vin Diesel head like King Kong at the end, and then the ride will yeah, be just as good. That's scarier than King Kong. Uh, Richard, what is happening inside the old Terminator building? Didn't you do an article? I did. And I'll link to it. Uh, I just wanted to answer real quick. Jason Bourne stunt show. Dave on Facebook super- asked. Them- <laughs> Richard's super excited about Bourne stunt show. Like everybody, right? We're all super excited. Uh, the Bourne right, stunt-tacular. 
Yay. Dave on Facebook asks, do you know or care to speculate on how Universal will transport guests at its original location to its new fantastic worlds? I would love to see an elevated light rail or a monorail a la Vegas system along Universal Boulevard. Buses. Not just buses. Dedicated bus lanes for buses. (laughs) Yay. They're really busted out the big bucks we got our own lane for the buses it's possible in five to ten years that when automated driving technology is more accepted that these bus lanes will become automated like autonomous buses lanes uh, because they don't have to fight with traffic they'll have their own lane it'll be a little safer to introduce them before it kind of catches on through the whole country so you know it's possible they're thinking ahead and also it's only like a two and a half to five minute drive so i don't think we need anything too crazy no it would be cool i mean i'm, I'm with you dave having like the monorails or the light rails those are all cool but they're super expensive sadly which is why disney is doing the skyliner instead of monorails just remember kids there's no air conditioner on those so but they move so fast they... the air is yeah. gonna like fly in there it's fine the fan, the fan. Did it's going to be 100% humidity. Go? It's going to be 100% humidity and 100 degrees outside, but it's going to go fast and the windows don't open. It's going to be awesome. They, no, they, I think they're going to be fine. They're claustrophobic death traps, but they're going fast, so at least you won't be in there very long. <laughs> Apparently, in other countries, they've tried those things out and they're fine. So we'll yeah, they, see. They work in Brazil and it's hot there. It is? In Brazil? Really? Uh, someone pointed out, I think, in the YouTube comments for our last podcast that the Three Caballeros takes place in Mexico and Brazil. My apologies. It does. My apologies. It does. I did not realize that they are in multiple places. So we could put that ride in two pavilions. <laughs> That's a good idea. Whoever pointed that out, we can have that in its double part two. Have it connect all the way through the backstage area as a long boat ride. Don't, and it starts in one and ends in the other. Jesus. Don't tease. It becomes transportation with yeah. Donald Duck in the caviar. Just like the Japan uh, <laughs> train tease. that takes Don't you tease. to France. <laughs> the bullet train? Yeah, the bullet train takes you to France. Go, this one takes you to Brazil. Go so fast, it gets you there in two minutes. So, okay. Oh, nope, was it your to turn ask. to read? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it's my turn. Sorry. This is perfect for Alicia. <laughs> Aaron on Twitter, how did the boats on Jaws work? You pressed a button. <laughs> And they followed a track. That's it. It's funny because the Jungle Cruise actually has a real throttle and an engine. And it's a real boat. It's just tethered to a center rail. Whereas the Jaws boats is because it has motion base and would go like left and right when the shark appeared. It's completely timed and uh, to make sure all the effects and the sound cues and music cues all worked. All I ever had to do was press one little button. And then it would go, and like it would be off. It would just be off. And then Alicia would pretend to drive both of them because she did both of them. Yeah, that's true. But I like the Jungle Cruise because you could control the speed. And if it's like a slow day, you could just stop and tell people, we're not going until you laugh at these jokes. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't do that on Jaws. Jaws, once you start, you're you're going. Um, So, like, it is interesting that. The Jungle Cruise is kind of like a real boat, but you'd also can feel the rail when it hits. Whenever it turns, it would like dunk, 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 dunk. Did you derail your boat on Jungle Cruise ever? No, I did not derail. No, but I have Are hit a boat. Sure? I did hit a boat before. <laughs> <laughs> because if there's a backup oh, and you're not paying attention because you're too busy spieling, you know, you will keep driving until you uh, eventually hit something. 
I knew it. It was just There's a little, no it's a little love tap right in front of uh, Trader Sam. Uh-huh. Just a little love tap. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure the person in front of you thought it was funny too. <clears throat> uh, Universal Pass Holder <laughs> on Twitter asks, how do you generally respond about Universal's Fantastic Worlds adaptation path to creating the next generation of theme park experience? And how will this affect other Universal parks and resorts? Love your vids. Oh, we love you too. I don't know. I think it's going to be, they think that they're breaking the mold, but if it's a hub and spoke design, I think they're just reinventing what's already been invented. Well, Uh, to be fair, that's kind of what Walt did is he took things that were invented and found cool ways to use them. If it really is going to be like, you can only get to each land from the hub. That's very early Disneyland. And eventually they realized that there's, it's too hard and it's too congested and they put the little connections between them. So I wonder if they're going to make a mistake here or if that rumor just isn't true. But as far as the actual, the way everything is built, I think they're just taking what they've learned in recent years from like things like Diagon Alley and just expanding on it. Yeah. I think there's ways to do the hub and spoke with like an outer wheel kind of thing with the transitions. I don't think that's out of the question or unthinkable the way they do it at magic kingdom, so to speak. Yeah. No, I like the magic. They do those. Yeah, they do those transitions really well too. Like they're almost they're pretty seamless. Yeah, so you have think, portals from the center and then por- side portals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you're just going to transition in, into like you said, like Diagon Alley more than like Frontierland. Well, even Diagon like, Alley has an entrance and an exit, and I think that's more what we're going to see. Uh, Super Nintendo World, uh, the plans for Kid Zone would have the main entrance through the pipe, but then it also had side exits over by ET and by. Uh, the SpongeBob store. So there's multiple entry points and exits, but there's the one main entrance that they want you to go to first. We'll see. We'll see what it's going to be, but I think it's going to be something a little bit, at least new, a new way of doing it. Even if it's the same old pub and spoke. I'm still sad. They're not going to put a hotel for every land. They should. They should have. As long as they do the Dracula castle, we'll be fine. (laughs) Alaskan tush people on Twitter. (laughs) If there's a universal monster world, in the new park, what kind of rides do you foresee in that world? Is that the question you were trying to hide from me? Yes. There's been dark, some talk dark of, dark ride. Uh, strangely enough, a non-ride attraction, like a walkthrough attraction, maybe even like a maze. Um, not like a haunted house ha- Halloween Horror Nights maze, but more like a almost Poseidon's Fury type walkthrough attraction with uh, storyline and stuff. So it could be like our story through through something that's uh, monster related and a way Dark to ride. incorporate multiple. Well, I, I've heard another one, too. Maybe uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon gets a boat ride. That's good, too. Boat ride. Dark ride. Yeah. I, I mean, same a, thing. I could see a flying coaster for like Dracula. Because he flies around like a bat. <laughs> they could take the um, the old uh, Beastly Kingdom idea. It had bat wings. <laughs> But, well, seriously, like if they do a dark ride, they could just do like all the monsters in one ride, kind of like a great movie ride, but for whole, like horrors. That's what Classic. I want. I want like a Haunted Mansion uh, best of monsters thing, but that's not something I actually have heard rumored yet. That's just something I want. For as far as rumors, some kind of walkthrough attraction and uh, a boat ride is what I've who heard. Do we talk to? Who, do we, who do we talk to? Who do I call? <laughs> the head of Universal Creative. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll be right back. Todd from Twitter asks, any new information about changes for the Lost Continent at Universal Orlando? No. No, there's no no new information about changes at Lost Continent. Um, nope, not to say cancel what they didn't announce. 
Yeah. Right. Uh, was it yeah, like Zelda? Exactly. I yeah, and I think that they're just going to hold off because they're doing the Jurassic coaster. They just did the Potter coaster, and now you know maybe give it a little break for a little bit and. It's really just now a long walkway to Potter between Seuss and Potter. There's not much to do there. It's beautiful, though. I take pictures. Yeah, I was going to say it looks cool in there. And I like Mythos. I'm probably one yeah. of the few people, but I love that restaurant, even if it's just to sit in there and be in that atmosphere. It was voted the best theme park restaurant a decade ago. I was going to say, what, like a decade ago? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, though, I need to say thank you to the to the people that work there because they let they let us in once and we didn't have a reservation and they were quote unquote full, but there was just two of us and I pouted a little bit because that's my stop and it was my fault they didn't make a reservation. All right, Harry on Twitter, with Nintendo moving to the new park, what's the shelf life of ET, and what would you use that space for if you could? I don't think ET is going anywhere. E.T. better not go anywhere. Uh, I don't I don't think Mr. Spielberg would let that happen. That's the rumor anyway. I think that rumor has been blown out of proportion. I think a little bit, but I still think this is the last one. I would imagine he'd like to keep it. Oh, no, he would be upset. But oh, any yeah. threats that or, or, or things you've heard, like, I think that's just an oh. exaggeration. Uh, he heard it closed in Hollywood and he was very upset, but that doesn't mean I love the rumor that like he's going to pull out of his contract. They <laughs> begged him to get out of his contract a couple of years ago. They offered him a truckload of money and he said, nope, I enjoy my millions of dollars that you pay me every single year for my what 5% of all the gate of all Universal Parks. Yeah, yeah he's not going to yeah. give that up even no. if he's upset. No. <laughs> if anything, he's going to keep it because he's upset. Yeah, I think they'll want to keep him a little bit happy, though, it's considering it's the last version of that ride. But if you yeah, could no. put something in there, what would you put in there? Uh, E.T. <laughs> okay, then. Moving on. <laughs> uh, sorry, Harry. We we kind of both like E.T., even though it's it's kind of charming and it's weird turning mannequins thing for me, at least. But I, I, uh, if they upgraded it, I wouldn't be – or updated it, I wouldn't be upset. But and still... speaking, speaking of, Bobby asks, if you were part of Universal Creative, what would you do with KidZone? Burn it down and put back what used to be there. The Bates Motel and a walkway yes. to the Hard Rock? <laughs> That's it. I'm good. It's more useful to me than the KidZone. <laughs> Bring uh, back the Bates Motel. It's funny because if you would ask me this question at different periods of time over the last decade or so, I would have a different answer. Um, you know, 10 years ago, I might have said, like, I think it should be SpongeBob and like Bikini Bottom and rides and uh, water slide and a restaurant with, you know, Krusty Krab. And now or, or between then and now, I would have said Scooby-Doo Land and like a dark ride and um different meet and greets and a little stage show. And, but now I actually think Nick Jr. should get some presents and I think we should have like uh Paw patrol and um, what else do they have? Bubble guppies, shimmer and shine. I think you I could really do this stuff. <laughs> I think you could really do like take out Barney and make it uh, a sing along with, or something with characters kids actually recognize and um, redo the play area, redo the coaster and kind of keep, the zone just for kids and make it, you know, a fun kids area with as things that kids actually know what they are. Keep the troll that farts glitter. Yeah. Well, Please. that's most important because it offends some people and that makes it even more funny for me because I'm a jerk like that, but still, I think it's awesome. Oh, and I also did say last year, I think uh, a boat ride starring the trolls 
uh, a dark ride would be great right there too. So you have like that ET would dark great. ride and uh, trolls dark ride. I, I think we're going to end up seeing that at the new park, but I would, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to any dark ride. Honestly, I'm good with a trolls dark ride. As long as it's all ages, you know, we keep it kids because it is the kids zone. I mean, I don't watch any of those things you were talking about, but I still am a giant kid. So I'll probably be happy to go on any of those. I just don't really have any draw to anything in there right now. I'm okay with the Bates Motel coming back too. Uh, I think we have time for one more question. Jade asks, what is the future of Fox IP in the Universal Parks, Simpsons, etc.? Are those license contracts public? Could we see Disney extend those licenses as a trade for the Marvel assets? So my original thought when they were talking about buying Fox was trading the Simpsons for Marvel, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Considering or, all the, <laughs> considering that all of Disney has done with Marvel, the, with the properties that Universal has in their parks, like in, uh, some of the comics have been discontinued and so on and so forth. They played a lot of dirty tricks, but none of it seems to bother Universal. Um, I don't think the Simpsons are going anywhere. It's free money for Disney, and, and I don't think I don't think it's even close to an even trade. It's like, uh, no. hey, would you like to? Uh, let us keep this dying cartoon show that no one watches anymore. No, not no one that barely anyone watches anymore. Blasphemy. They got rid of the guy who did the music for it. I think that was the last straw for me, Alf Clausen. Like even I don't yeah. watch it anymore and I was hanging on. It's just, it's lost its soul. Uh, the, the area is fun, but you know, they, they could easily retheme that ride to something else. Meanwhile, Marvel Superhero Island, they retracked the whole coaster. They redid the Spider-Man ride with 4K, re-rendered it. They just recently added some uh, new effects a couple months ago. Like they are keeping up with it because it's in the contract that they don't lose the Marvel license as long as they keep that land up to date and technologically advanced. Meanwhile, the Simpsons contract is up every 10 years or so. So in the next five to eight years, when it's up for a renegotiation, if Disney wants the Simpsons back, Universal will just be like, fine, whatever. Yep. And Universal has enough like IP. If they really wanted to dig into something, they could replace all of that and turn it into something else. I'd yeah, have to look at the exactly. list, the full list again to see. But uh, yeah, I mean, I it don't... could be an Illumination property that they haven't made a movie for yet. But but in eight years, a movie comes out and it does well, they'd be like, yeah, we'll just replace Simpsons with this new movie. Yeah, the tricky part is they're gonna there's gonna have to be some kind of huge monetary exchange for Disney to get Marvel back for the theme park rights. Yeah, no, that's where, yeah they're gonna have to park that giant truck that was going to Spielberg's house at Universal and be yeah. like, please, 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 because there's no even trade without something like monetary here. It just doesn't make sense. The only other argument would be that it's going to be, as far as the general public, not the comic book readers out there, but it's going to be more and more of a disconnect because those characters don't look like the movies. Yeah, but the movies aren't going to look like the movies 10 years from now when they reboot them. Exactly. But I'm saying, like, it, as far I, as the, keeping it comic book, at least it's timeless. It is. But at the same time, it's not going to resonate with everybody forever since it's going to be the comic book characters that are kind of frozen. So I love the Spider-Man ride. It's the best ride ever. And yeah, I like any it. I'm, Scott will, in Scott we trust. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think they're going to tear down um, one of the restaurants in Dr. Doom's Fearfall. Uh, maybe could be 10 years from now. And they're going to build a new dark ride of, with physical sets. Uh, and and Good. That, as long as they keep adding and improving that land, they will not lose that contract, which happens to be in perpetuity. And there's yep. nothing really Disney can do about it. 
Nope, because that's what happens when you get a contract signed when a company is really hurting. Yeah. You get whatever you want. It's amazing how like opposite end of the spectrum Marvel is now than it was in the 90s. It's ridiculous, but so good. I'm so happy. If you want your question read on the ParkStop podcast, you can ask it on social media with the hashtag AskParkStop, and we may get to it eventually. <laughs> or if you don't want to wait for us, you can go and join our Facebook group, and we will talk to you. We're pretty active in there, or I am. Yep. Usually Alicia's writing articles and doing important things. <laughs> Just search groups on Facebook for Theme Park Stop, uh, and we'll let you join, and we could talk about things. And if you want more awesome stuff to come out, always happy to see Patreon people join the support. And we have ideas for shows once we get to a certain point that Alicia has set. I just Yeah, when here. we reach 40 or more patrons, we will start an exclusive podcast series that will be for members only. And But if you join now for as little as a dollar, you will get early rumors before anyone else and podcast episodes days before they are actually released to the public. Um, and every little bit helps to get more podcasts and videos made and more information out there. Yep, Join I just show up. Patreon.com slash theme park stop. Yep, I just show up. She does all the work, kids. And the cat helps, apparently. When what she got is stuck to the chair? I was going to say, what is going on over there? The noise is coming, out, coming from your end. Oh, no. What's going I on over what, there? I know what's going on over here in my kitchen. That's going to do it for this episode, all about Hagrid's magical creatures motorbike adventure through the dark forest at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Hogsmeade, at Islands of Adventure, Universal Orlando Resort. We hope you had fun. And a little bit of Epcot. (laughs) A little bit. And we got to your questions. It finally happened. You're welcome, I think. I don't know. (laughs) Until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody.